Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sunday Punch Podcast. We got Napa Charlie here. You know what we're talking. We're talking NBA basketball, especially the Philadelphia, his Philadelphia 70. I like them too. The Philadelphia 76ers uh, in an epic game last night. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about our Chicago Bulls and how uh, the, the comeback is and then we'll we'll talk yeah we'll we'll talk a lot of round ball throughout this entire cast. Might be a shorter one, we might go an hour, we don't know. All I know is that it's Thursday night but it's always Friday night here on the SPP. Friday night. I'm thinking that we just might fly away to someplace they don't know who we are. Now I'm riding shotgun in your car. We drive through the city like explorers going 65. Flowing hair flying across your face. We left on Friday, now it's Saturday. Press jeans buttoned up, jeans iron slipping up. Red shoes walking slow, headphones blaring three stacks. Sunglasses flaring out, thick watch hanging low. Studded belt pulled taut, three stacks on the radio. Friday night, I'm thinking that we just might run away to some place we we can be who we are we can be who we are we can be who we are first things first do you want to comment on mike tyson <laughs> that, that that dude looked like based off the video looked like he deserved it but yeah, I like how I was thinking about this after you showed that to me today. It's like we watched Mike Tyson beat the shit out of a civilian on an airplane. And we're just like, yeah, fuck that dude. Will Smith slaps one guy <laughs> and everybody loses their mind. Well, that was on live television, one of the largest <laughs> events. And it's like the dude was just wouldn't give up. I mean, watching the video, the guy just kept, he was just going at it, just trying to get – he was asking – he was asking you to get beat up. Yeah. And it's like he wasn't moving. Like Mike Tyson was just sitting there just enjoying his, well, I guess, enjoying his, pod. His, his flight. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I guess he snapped. I don't know. But, yeah. I don't know the background either. But, you know, from what I know about Mike Tyson and watching him over the years, I was a big Mike Tyson fan. He's got a lot of darkness in him. So I would not be heckling him yeah. on a flight. And uh, I don't know what yeah. the reaper. I was thinking, I was like, what are the repercussions of that? anything i mean there's video showing that the guy was heckling him so it's like yeah eh, not, whatever okay, and you said he beat the shit at him like shit at shit at him like he looked the dude was conscious after he wasn't like i don't know, I know. He... that that was the disappointing part for me that's always <laughs> been like uh yeah it's always been a hypothetical of mine like you think if mike tyson hit a regular person they would die immediately and i always said yes and now Turns out he you don't die. Well, he had that hole. He had to go over and hit on an angle. You're right. That guy would have been dead if he was maybe on the altitude had something to do with it. I haven't thought about the science of being on an airplane yet, but that guy, basically that guy should be dead. All right, moving on. Let's talk about your 76ers, and I would like to publicly 
apologize. I uh, I never got a vote, but I submitted my vote on the SPP for the robot. Everyone knows I love the robot, Jokic. But after that game last night, um, Jokic can't do those things that, that Embiid was doing. The 360 in the air jump shot was amazing. Uh, fun fact, Embiid passed the three-point line with under four seconds to go on the shot clock. 22 of 52. That's insane. I mean, that's like if Steph Curry was just shooting normally. Um, that's great. He is the MVP in my mind now. He's won me over. See, that's the great part about me. I'm not afraid to admit when I was wrong. I'm not going to dig in. Watching Jokic versus the Warriors versus watching Embiid is a versus a very capable defensive-minded Toronto Raptors team and just, you know, taking the trash talk from Drake in the first half. Drake was saying he cannot play here. Bringing up memories of that Kawhi butter bounce all over the rim when Embiid uh, lost in that playoff series. And Embiid came out in the third quarter and it was just, it was toast for the entire Toronto Raptors. And, uh, it's awesome. I love it, and I hope Embiid just stays healthy forever because he is just—he's just so much fun to watch. What are you thought? You're getting stoked about the 76ers, aren't you? You went into this series thinking, getting, being nervous. Uh, where's your confidence level now? <clears throat> well, I mean, it's clearly a lot higher than. Um it was beforehand and factoring in the Chris Middleton injury. I think that's slightly, we'll get to that later when we get to yeah. the rules, but um, I obviously feel a lot. And that was the type of game. I thought every single game in this series would be like last night's game would be down mm-hmm. to the wire. Um, gritty uh, foul P players fouling out. And I was very surprised in the first two games that we just handed it to him like that. Um, I knew that this game was going to be harder, obviously. I mean, it's the first, I think this is the first playoff game that they've had there since they won the championship. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, um, it is tough to play there. Those fans are rabid. And I, uh, I told you this, I thought that the Raptors were going to win, uh, last night. I knew it was going to be close like that. So for them, for Philly to do what they did is to me, very impressive. Cause it's a game that you could think in your mind. All right. I've, I've watched enough NBA games where the, I've seen teams do that. They go in, they say, we'll give them this one. We'll try really hard uh, in the next game here in Toronto. But, uh, no, the well, Philly never gave up. You, they were down, and they never gave up, and they came back. It was great. You always say, I mean, I remember you – I think you said it on the podcast earlier this year that defense doesn't really mean anything in the NBA. <laughs> um, exactly. We're seeing but, that. And that was the type of game that during the regular season this year, we totally would have just folded. Most teams would have just folded and just conceded the game, essentially. But um, that was a really, really hard-fought um, team effort by the Sixers, and I was thoroughly impressed. And gave that, that gave me a ton of confidence because in the playoffs, there's going to be games like that where the other team's just hotter than you and you need to play defense – battle your take your shots or take smart shots and battle your way back into the game um i thought Harden did a great job in the first half mm-hmm. keeping the minute and mm-hmm. he didn't 
they, they were still down, I think, 10 at half, but it was getting ugly, and he kept him calm and, and kept him within striking distance for the entire first half. And then the third quarter, Embiid just took over. And that's that's the thing. It's like when you have those two players, mm-hmm. it's like you had Maxi who dropped 38 in the first game and almost a triple-double in the second game, and he um, – That was my next point. I thought – Going into this, he was going to have some issues. But, man, has he looked like he's just a, a grizzled vet already. The moment is not too big for no. Maxi. No. He's a, he's, a, he's a superstar in the making. He's I mean, he's still super young, and he's yeah, – I mean, he shoot, I think he finished fourth in the league this year um, in three-point percentage. But in college, he was not a good three-point shooter at all, and it just shows that he's – really hard worker and he's improving and it's gonna be pretty scary because the jump that he took this year compared to last year was pretty phenomenal um mm-hmm. and mind you he has he's playing alongside two superstars that obviously makes it easier for you but it's it's the sky's the limit for max i love that kid he's he's really really exciting to watch and he's a super humble player and I'm excited for the team moving forward. Um, looking like, assuming that we don't blow a 3-0 series lead, and we do have Doc Rivers, that would be playing <laughs> Miami next round. Um, right. That would be tough. They play really good mm-hmm. defense as well, but I think Toronto plays as good defense as anybody. Um, right. And the amount of bodies that they could throw at Embiid, and um, the unsung hero, in my opinion, this series is – Tobias Harris. He's played unbelievable defense. That was my next um, one. Yeah, that was the next one. That was a, that's why I thought the series was going to be closer because I didn't have the expectations for Tobias and, and Maxi. And and yeah, to your point, yeah, Tobias also. just And the fact that we didn't have Bible last night too. Danny Green. All right, Maga Matisse. Dan, Danny Green's held his own. Um, but yeah, t- back to the Tobias. I mean, he's always been kind of a slasher kind of a post oriented forward and they basically just turned him into a three and D player in this offense. And he's finally coming into that role. And that's going to be really, really dangerous moving forward. If he can continue to knock, because he's getting open shots. Right. Thing about Harden that I don't understand why he gets so much slander. I mean, when he was in Houston, people were constantly getting on him saying that the type of ball that he plays doesn't win championships. Cause he's just a ball hog taking 30 shots a game. Scoring no, his passing points. is outrageously good. And now they're like, oh, well, he's not scoring, but he's playing a pure point guard role and he's getting a lot of open shots and they're knocking him down. So um, I feel confident. I think that we could beat either Miami or Atlanta, still assuming that we win this series. But Or Atlanta. Atlanta's toast, dude. Yeah. But uh, that was a, that was one of the best feelings as a Sixers fan that I've had last night, just because I, I can, I mean, I'm sure Monty can attest all Sixers fans that ter- something about playing in Toronto is just. That was brutal. Yeah. Ghost of that game seven series where that arguably we probably would have won the finals if we had won that series. Toronto won the finals that year and we were the closest team to beating them the entire year. Um, I'm not willing to go there. I don't understand. You probably don't have any reasoning behind it, but <laughs> we, were, we were. I'm a big, you know, I do have reasoning actually, because I'm a big butterfly butterfly effect. Oh, guy. So do you I think don't know like, if you knew this. I don't know if you knew this about me, but I'm a big butterfly. I'm I'm as well, guy. which 
if you're gonna say what I think you're gonna say, and that you think KD and Clay don't get injured in the finals, right? Yeah, right. that's that's a good argument. Um, so, I mean, yeah, if they don't get injured, we're not beating them. But if we're given, yeah, did same, you did you know that about me that I'm a big uh, butterfly effect guy? <laughs> I didn't, but I can relate because I am as well. Um, yeah, I think if well, you know things are different. Let's just put it that way. Things are they're massively different, and. And I think, you know, I actually think if uh <laughs> I think if uh Philly wins that that series, um I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie, there might be a nuclear war happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> but in America. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, no, no, they were good. And actually, by the way, they played that replay again last night or last night during that. Like doing like the oh remember when Kawhi? That was such a crazy shot. Like they had an angle of that where Joel perfectly times the jump to go block it. Yeah, and he's seven feet with one inch to spare, and he tries his hardest, and Kawhi still gets that to go, and yeah. that. I mean, that angle they showed last night, I was like, wow, he really anticipated the move, jumped perfectly, nothing he could do. And then he always gets flack for that meme of him crying, but that, him crying, and then after last night, his, um, his like, crazy, like, you could tell he cares, right? So well, that was I, I like guys crying. It's like, yeah, you fucking care. You want to win. Yeah, I like it. Ben Simmons went home and played video games that night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, whatever. Although you got the other guy counteracting that. James Harden was like, oh, I'll go to strip club. I don't really care. <laughs> I think James Harden cares. I just think he doesn't want to, like, I don't know. I just don't think he's much of a media guy. I think he clearly wants to win a championship. I mean, that's that's all that he, he deals had. with it in different ways. You know, some guys drown yeah. themselves in women after, after dark <laughs> periods. But yeah, going back to that shot and Embiid crying, I think that was probably the best thing that could have happened to Embiid. I think he, right, right. He had a he had a shitty series. I remember Marcus um played really good defense on him, and I think that really um, pushed him to the next level. And as a Sixers fan, you can totally tell he was re- he was All Star starter, arguably the best center in the league during that year. And now oh, yeah. he's back to back years of being an MVP candidate. It's like he, it's crazy that the point he was at back then was Hall of Fame level and he's now boosted it even more. But um, another butterfly effect thing there, dude. If, if they win, does he, is his, he slacks, you know, found, if he has his foundation Zion. solidified or does he just turn into Zion Williamson? Yeah. But, it's exciting that playoffs have been really good this this year so far. Um, oh my god, so good! And that was. And a, I think that was gonna the, get better. I think that was the best game so far. Ah, um, uh, you don't like the Celtics Brooklyn uh, Tatum last second? Didn't go to OT. That's true. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, but yeah, no, that was. I mean, yeah, that was good. But uh, let's talk about the Pelicans for one second, <laughs> since I just said them. What what? How many dunks does Zion have to do where he's flying through the air and doing four four thousand twists to where the Pelicans are like, "Yep, you're ready. 
Like, does he have to jump from the half court line and do like the Michael Jordan Space Jam thing before they're like, hey, you know what? We have a chance to win this series. <laughs> well, that's actually all he does for workouts. He doesn't actually work out. He just goes in the gym and does this dunks for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, dude, now, now you got a chance. You got a, a it's minuscule to me still, but you got a chance. I think it's what higher. What are they than waiting for with Zion? I think it's higher than minuscule. Yeah, I mean, every time, anytime you lose your best player, it's it's. I just think so highly of the Phoenix Suns that I don't know. I just. But let's get back to the point. Do you? What is? What's the? I think I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get why he's doing I, – I don't understand the whole dunk thing, too. I mean, I think the reason he hasn't playing is because they don't want to rush him back, but it's like, why are they allowing him to do that then? It's it's weird. Uh, that I, shows me that he wants to play. He's yeah. showing social media, look, I'm ready. They're not letting me do this. Yeah. I, I It may be something to do with conditioning or – I mean – not playing in that long for that long and then immediately going into playoff basketball that's that's a tough True. step which is why i'm really interested to see how ben simmons does right okay let's um, segue let's segue that, into that i want to save the bulls for for because I, I got a lot of that is amazing the bulls the win the wind and the bulls and now talk about minuscule going rocketing in the air but we'll get it because of suck middleton going up but yeah let's talk about um what was I just talking? See, I get so excited about the Bulls that I forget what I was talking about Benson. four milliseconds ago. Yeah, okay. Okay, so I think Brooklyn will win the next game. Which means, what a high-pressure situation for Ben Simmons to then come in. I mean, either and way, so, high-pressure. Even if they lose. It's, yeah, either way, it's high-pressure. But, yes, Exactly. But 3-0 means you will lose no matter what. <laughs> Doesn't matter, right? 2-1 is like, oh shit, you could tie it right here, and now we got a fucking series. Yeah. What are, I've been what reading you, a lot what, of... What do you think they're going to do? I really don't know, because it's... I mean, I don't know... There's so there's so many question marks around Ben Simmons. You don't know if he, like, how seriously injured he is, if it, how, what, I mean, to what level the the psychological mm-hmm. um, factors in, but it's like clearly they want him to play defense. They're going to use him right. to, to play defense on Tatum or Brown, but I don't know if he's going to start. I don't know if he's going to come off the bench, but I don't see him getting significant play time. I mean, it, it's been over a year or it's right. been just, just um, under a just year. Right, I just think. under a year. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I mean, I said this on a, on a previous podcast from the Celtics, and he comes in. I'm hacking him, making him shoot. Right. Free. Yeah. No, I agree. You got to. You got to prove it. I bring in. I bring in some bum off my bench and just tell him, "All right, foul out. Just foul Ben Simmons immediately." But, Richard. <laughs> he's a, he's not a bum. He's he's not a bum. Actually, he's playing well. Someone lower than him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it it'll. I, I'm I'm really interested to see how they utilize him and see where he's at. And cause don't get me wrong. He's still a very good player. He just has some very 
glaring flaws, um, mm-hmm. especially when it comes playoff time. But I, I'm, I, because you don't even know where you're gonna put where they're gonna put them out on the floor. If they're gonna put them as right. a power forward, if they're gonna have them bringing the ball up, I highly doubt they'll have them. Bring no, the not bringing the ball. Um, I think he disappears on the offensive end. Although I don't know though, like that, see, this is the interesting part, like because like him in transition is crazy dangerous. Yeah, I, I think he'll be ready to go. I, I really do. I'm gonna go opposite on this. Everyone's saying, "Oh, he's gonna do this. He's gonna do that. He's not gonna be ready. He's gonna be scared." I think he's gonna be ready to go. Well, clearly he's not gonna be not ready to go. I'm just starting. I think he's gonna be snarling out there. Just <laughs> Um, I think they'll just put him in the dunker spot on offense and just have him set screens. And I mean, if he gets a rebound, that's the thing benefit about having Ben Simmons is he's big guy. He's going to get a rebound and he doesn't have to kick it out. He can immediately just push the floor, but chance to redeem himself too. I mean, he used to be a piece of shit. Did you used to be a piece of shit? Oh yeah. Slick back hair, white bathing suit, sloppy steaks, white couch. You would have not liked me back then. <laughs> totally redeem himself. So what happens? Um, I, I'm actually um, a little shocked that, and I had the Celtics winning the series, but I'm, I'm sh- I thought Brooklyn would get one. They, they both games they easily could have won too. Um, and I think all the games will be close. I mean, I don't. I definitely would be surprised if if Boston blows them out in Brooklyn. But what do you do if what do you do with Drummond? What do you mean? I like, don't know. In the like series, a... or if they lose the series, like after. no, no, just this series because it's it goes back to my point I was making before we we went live here. It's like it's the Stephen Adams thing, right? It's like. I, Drummond, right, and but also like it seemed like when they went small in the second game that they had um, a little bit of that. That's when they got things going. Yeah, and so it's like, do you even like maybe the matchups just aren't there? Do you even play Drummond? I don't know. Um, I didn't. I, to be honest, to like to be completely honest, I didn't watch much of that game. Okay, too, that's fine because I was watching. That was last. That was last night, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just from watching Drummond this year, he can be a liability at times. And yeah, I think when you have KD and Kyrie, the whole small ball space the floor. I mean, you can't space the floor with Drummond. So, well, since you haven't been watching, I'll I'll give you the uh, newsflash here. KD has not been playing well. I do. I did did see that apparently he was what like over 10 in the second half or something like that at one point yeah um which prompted our buddy the super bowl streaker king yuri to post today on his instagram that kevin durant is the walmart stretch version of steph curry <laughs> what? i thought you'd appreciate that one <laughs> i saw something it was like the freezing cold takes and it was like at the beginning of this year, like in the off season when like the Lakers traded for Russ and all that, it was like, should we just skip ahead to the finals now? And it was like a graphic that had the Lakers versus the Nets. Oh my God. <laughs> <It's> like... 
Yeah, well, things change throughout the year, don't uh, they? Um, KD, it's surprising because he typically is in his bag in the in the yeah. playoffs, which makes it's not gonna it's it's not gonna stay that way. I no, I mean I he's too wouldn't good. Wouldn't be surprised if he drops like 40, 50 next game. But I will give I'll give uh, the Celtics this. It it looks like Jason Tatum has finally reached the age where he's looking at KD and he's like, I'm as good as you. Tatum is. You know, like he's hit that confidence level of like, I'm going to guard you. And uh, and we'll see what always, happens. I think he's always had that confidence. I just think he's just get developing. They're just getting right. better. That they, I mean, I remember his rookie year when they played. Remember when he like posterized LeBron in the playoffs? Like oh, yeah. Game. Yeah, he's. Oh, I come on, dude. Do I remember that? It's My true. sick obsession is watching LeBron. I didn't. I didn't know that existed things. before I met you. <laughs> I was at a bar watching that, and I was like literally convulsing at like as it <laughs> happened. Um, no, Tatum is incredible. It, I I like Tatum a lot. Uh, so wish the Sixers took him over Markel, but no one could have seen that coming. But I was I was talking to one of my friends recently. Maxi is is makeup for the Markel pick, right? Right. Um, even though he'll be tied to Ben Simmons more than he'll be tied to, to Markel. But I think it's pretty safe to say, as of right now, Sixers won that trade. Okay, before we get to the... I agree. No, I completely agree. Um, Drummond's basically unplayable. Seth's not playing very well. For now, they've won the trade, for sure. Yeah, that's true. I will, let's just do this as an ongoing podcast discussion. Uh, while we go into the off season and everything else, because um, it'll probably change on a weekly basis. James yeah, I mean, Harden, uh, what's the contract you giving him now? <laughs> as much as I've liked how he's played in the playoffs, mm-hmm. um, I mean, things. It's weird how it, it looked like we were looking back now, as compared to how we've been playing in the playoffs, it looked like we were just cruising at the end of the regular season, right. Um, but he's clearly not the same player that he used to be. Mm-hmm. And the player that I would compare him to is someone like Chris Paul, who basically okay. just noticed that they're not, they're not as explosive a player as they used to be and is now a top-tier distributor. Um, mm-hmm. And he got a lot of money. Yeah. It's the thing. It's like I don't know, but the thing is, I Chris Paul, I would say, has way better work ethic than than Harden, and right. I, it's it's interesting because, like I said, I told you earlier, I'd give him a, like a two year deal, but I, I mean, I don't see him lasting playing at this level. If he's playing at this level, if he's just our pure point guard, yeah, hell yeah, I'll take him. I mean, he's great. And Sixers haven't had a pure point guard like that for the longest time that can shoot the ball, that is. Um, but it, it it's it's going to be interesting because if he's going to want a ton of money for like he five is. years, the, the well, he's going to want like what do you mean want it? like that? This is his last big contract, so he's going to want the long term one. He's not going to go LeBron with the the constant pressure. Yeah. Because he knows he probably in his mind he's like yeah I'm deteriorating a little bit. Let me would there be another team willing to give him that money though? You think? Yeah, there's always a team willing to overspend. Probably, but might be my Orlando Magic. (laughs) 
<laughs> if it came down to that though, where he wants a ton of money and it's like five years, if I were the GM, I wouldn't give it to him because um, I think the Sixers would have still incredibly good championship odds keeping running Maxi at the one and then going after someone like Beal or I think I, I think and just the way that they've played this year at least in beat and Maxi um they, they're going to become more of a free agent destination um so that's going to be tough it's going to be really tough especially if we like make it to the finals or something even if we don't win it it's going to be tough but mm-hmm. I just, I mean, long. If you're looking long term, I don't think you can give him five years. I think that's just gonna set you back. If you're giving him, if you're re-signing him, then your your championship window is the next two years, maybe two or three, I'd say. But five years, thirty mil a year, right? I forget what the max is now. I don't know either. But what if I just walk? I'm James Harden. All right, let me down. I walk into the office. I'm like, you know what? Fuck the agents. I love I love this organization. I'll tell you what. Five years. 150 million. <laughs> How you let me down, dude? I just walked into your office. You can't you can't just ignore me now. I give him like No, I am James Harden. Dude, I love you. I love this organization. <laughs> I'll tell you what. So get your fat ass out of here. Five you. years on. <laughs> tell you what. Five years, 130. I'll give you a break. <laughs> well, first of all, James isn't saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I think right. you got to give it to him. I'm going to say that on every single cast at the end of your spiel because we're just going to repeat the same thing over and over, yeah, and over again I mean, until they give him the deal. But you, you got to give it to him. You, you can see the, the argument splash. both ways, but um, I, I think we'll probably end up getting rid of Tobias this year, which will free up space because he's we gave him $180 million. Yeah, max, Maxi. <laughs> um, but we're going to have to pay Maxi at some point. Right. And he's, oh, he's deserving of all the money, and he's going to keep getting better. And he's – Still super Speaking young. of deserving all the money, let's let's uh, skip over a beat here. How about Jordan Poole? That guy needs a bag. He's going to. I saw something that it was like the Warriors um, were going to offer him. I think it was like a four-year 80 mil deal. No. And he, he deserves, deserves more. He, he could get more than that. He, I, I mean, I think the Warriors will re-sign him, though. I think they're going to be willing to – he should, so here's the thing. Do you think he should be a starter? Draymond does. Um. Well, the thing is with the Warriors and a lot of NBA teams, it's like they don't start the lineup that they close games with. Um, mm-hmm. Clearly that new death lineup, the Warriors, is their best lineup with Steph, Dre, Clay, um, Wiggins. Steph, Dre, Clay. Cool. They call it PTSD. I don't like that. I don't name. like it either. Someone was like, well, before Jordan Poole joined, it was STD. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like PTSD. I don't either. Um, but just because, uh, just because it's actually like a really serious I think it'd be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah, let's call this 
NBA lineup at PTSD. It's comparable with Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I don't think that that should be something that teams should be calling them. You know those Vietnam veterans? Yeah, that's that's what the Nuggets are experiencing now. <laughs> oh my god. No, they have a couple nicknames though, don't they? I thought they they had they threw out PTSD. But I thought there was another nickname that I kind of liked. I'm not. I'm not gonna dwell on Splash it. Splash Brothers, was... Splash Family, well, the Spl- <laughs> Splash Universe, Splash um, World, Spl- yeah, Splash World. Um, no, it wasn't that. I was just seeing if you knew it. All right, if you I don't know. know. Um, I'll have to ask my. I'm sure my dad will chime in at some point. But... PTSD. Yeah, I think that's kind of a crazy nickname. It's like whoa. <laughs> it's like yep we're on par all right um no i i just i'm very impressed with jordan Poole. he's another guy like maxi who you would think this moment would be too big for him but they don't care anymore dude these guys have been on uh social media since uh freshman year of high school getting um who do you think constantly between the two jordan Poole. jordan Poole. i think it's close though i agree with you but i think it's close yeah, I think it's close. I love Maxi. Well, let's see how it plays out. It's all yeah. going to be dependent on how it plays out. I but, think both um, players are very um, – or they, they benefit off of the offenses that they're in. I mean, Maxi benefits off of Embiid a ton. And I think oh, Poole yeah. and that just Warriors just let it fly offenses. Um, pretty impactful in his game, but – I think it would be cool if they just brought Steph off the bench for the rest of the playoffs. You know, <laughs> yeah, they're just like, yeah, he's good like this. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what the funny thing is? Steph's so cool that he wouldn't even care. He just wants to win. Yeah, He, he just care. wants to win. Yeah. None of those guys care. They all just want to win. Um, but Jordan Poole is, is really talented, um, and the Warriors are – I mean, back to the whole pain pool. I think they probably see him as the heir to the throne. Um, yeah. Not not saying that I think Steph's still got five years left at least, I'd say. Oh, yeah. Um, but that type of – I mean, he's, he's, got his, he's had a couple of injuries over the years, but he's been – I mean, he's, pretty, he's a he's top of the pyramid guy, dude. Yeah. He's up there with LeBron and Mike. Yeah. Mike. And like taking care of their body. Well, that and just like being dominant for a long period of time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they should, I think they will pay him. Um, but if he doesn't get paid by them, he's going to get a major bag elsewhere. Um, yes, he will. All right, let's take a commercial break, and then we'll um, go ahead and talk about the the fantastic Chicago Bulls win. 60 iterations off the central finite curve, there's a Rick that works more with wood than polarity plating. His name is Simple Rick, but he's no dummy. He realized long ago that the greatest thing he'd ever create was his daughter. I love Daddy! We captured that moment. We run it on a loop through Simple Rick's mind. And the chemical that makes his brain secrete goes into every Simple Rick, Simple Wafers wafer cookie. Come home to the impossible flavor of your own completion. Come home to Simple Rick. 
All right. Thank you, Simple Ricks. <laughs> Great cookie. Um, so let's talk about Chicago. <clears throat> you were you were clowning me earlier today at work. Um, but I'm gonna stick by my my take of it looked like last night the Bulls they weren't thinking, they were just playing the game. And let me explain that a little bit more. In the first game, it looked like, all right, you set the pick and roll, right? You get it to the open man, and then they have a split second of when they're, they're thinking about the game instead of reacting. Last night, it was not like that. They're taking the shots. doesn't matter if they go in or not. Just take the open shot. Don't overthink it. Set the pick. Just play the game how it's supposed to be played. And last night, it looked like, all right, that's what we're going to do. And... uh and 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 you know what? It was still a close game. Uh, but they fought back because there was moments there where I was like, this fucking team, they're going to just give it away here. They were up by 16. They cut it down to three. I was like, this game's over. And then, you know what? A, a strong team takes that siege and says, all right, we took it. Now we're going to go up by 10 again, which is what they did. And, uh, you know, you 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 said to me, Oh, well, DeMar has to drop 40, by the way, sidebar. Great job, DeRozan. I was on his ass after the first game. I thought, oh, here he goes again. Playoff DeRozan. Can't figure it out. And then I see that on Twitter he's fucking in the gym already practicing Kobe style. And I was like, okay, let's see what he's got came to. Came to play. Not fucking around. Tamar just had the game of his life. I'll give you that. That being said, Milwaukee out-rebounded the Bulls. Milwaukee had more free throws than the Bulls. So it's not like, you know, the Bulls had every advantage in the book to win this game. Uh, Vooch did what he needs to do. Okay? He wasn't – he didn't blow my mind, but he, he scored some points. He made some big baskets when he needed to. They were, they were up seven, and he made a really nice three at that point. And now, glimmer of hope, Chris Middleton, Suck Middleton, is out for the entire series, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. And people are going to, you know, you said, oh, there'll be an asterisk next to this. No, there won't. Because if if the Bulls can somehow figure this out, and uh, I, I don't want to jump ahead, but because I still think Milwaukee's going to beat us. Um but if they can figure it out, it wouldn't be an asterisk to me because, uh, hello, the Bulls uh, would have won the championship in my mind when uh, Derrick Rose got injured. So it, it is what it is. Going into the playoffs, there's always going to be like two to three guys that get injured, and it's going to change the course of the playoffs. And uh, I just thought it was a – I thought the Bulls were going to get swept. I didn't think they had the metal in them to do this. And they came out and they said, you know what? No, we're going to – we're going to – take our shots we're gonna play billy ball and and they won and they took the, the the best knockout shots from milwaukee in the third quarter and they said okay we took them let's go and i, I just loved it i loved it and uh i'm not i'm not gonna make a prediction that the bulls can do anything but it's something that you need to do as a up-and-coming team striving for future success and they did it. I'm proud of them. And I think we have a series now that Chris Middleton's out. Your thoughts? 
I agree with most of what you said. Um, I definitely think there's, it's going to be a series now. I think that that was, I think that probably lit a spark. Um, I think, I do think that DeRozan is going to have to carry. He's going to have to, he's going to have to do his thing every night. Um, Unless Levine, I mean, Levine's been kind of non-existent. The thing about Levine to me is that he's been open. Well, I was watching the game and he was open a few times and the pass didn't get there. And I don't think Levine is in, I, I love Levine. And he can make a three. So get him the ball, let him make a few, let him see a few go in. And then he can use that as a tool, as a weapon to then drive, which is what he's very outstanding at. I just think they need to think about it a little bit more with Levine. I don't think he's scared of the moment. I, I think he's another guy who's like an assassin. And so he was open a few times where they did not get him the ball. So those would, those, those would be the mistakes that I would say from the Bulls. Well, he benefits as like the guy with the ball in his hands. And I think that DeRozan being mm-hmm. the dominant guard this year has probably impacted his performance. Um, but he's still a great player and capable of going off in any game. But um, I thought Caruso had a really good game defensively. He was impressive. Two good games. He was impressive in first game, too. Yeah. Um, I still think Vooch, Vooch sucks. He'll make some threes, but he'll also make some really bonehead plays, which in my in my mind, it just it negates. It's it's not like. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm willing to admit that Orlando pro- has won that trade already. Yeah, I mean, he's he he. Lo- I mean, if you just look at like his scoring, he looks like he's a good center. But there's so much. I mean, the center center is the most important part of a defense, and right his inability to play defense is. Uh, well, Giannis again had over 30, 18 rebounds. I mean, Giannis again, Giannis had a great game. Yeah. And the Bulls still won. So that's Drew Holiday missed a lot of open shots. I know what I watched, Conanton missed a lot of open shots too. Um, mm-hmm. And Middleton was really the one that sparked that comeback in the third quarter. And then he left, right. which right. clearly played a role. Um, was a Middleton's crazy. very important to the team. Yeah. And which is why I think it'll be a series because Middleton basically, I mean, he gave them that outside threat. Drew holiday isn't that great of a three point shooter. Um, Grayson Allen, Wesley Matthews, Connaughton, they're all solid three point shooters, but yeah, Middleton is that knockdown sharp shooter. And that, Middleton can create his own shot where the other guys exactly. you just mentioned need um, to get the ball in an open spot. Middleton plays a very similar type of game to DeRozan, um, except right. he's more of a three-point shooter than DeRozan's more of a mid-range. But um, it'll be interesting. I think that the Bulls, I mean, the time this is the opportunity they needed. Um, that was a great win. Now Milwaukee's going to have to win a game in Chicago. Um, mm-hmm. So it, I mean, my what would you put the what would you put the percentages at right now? The Bulls. Because that the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm I'm leaning. I think it's a toss. Up. A, I think it's a toss. Up I, game, me though. too. Because Chris Middleton's a huge part of the, uh, the Bucks offense. Yeah. Um. Giannis is gonna 
Giannis oh, yeah. bring it all. Though. Giannis is going to drop 50 in one well, of these next two games. It'll be interesting um, to see. I mean, if he gets into foul trouble there, that's the thing about Giannis is right. He plays that aggressive style, but um, I don't know. It's a toss up. I don't know who's going to win. I haven't, I mean, I don't, I don't ever really remember watching Milwaukee without Middleton. So it'll be interesting to see how that affects them, but it clearly affected them last night. Um, They still had a lot of open shots, but they just weren't knocking them down. So I I still think it'll be close. I think Giannis is going to be, I do. I mean, I still, I love, I want the bulls to win. I'm a rooting for the bulls hardcore every, well, dude, I'm just telling you. Well, I don't I know if you saw. I don't know. Me. You saw if my Giannis video, but I was pretty slop. I was slobbing all. I was giving him that sloppy toppy in that. In I thought that, we all uh, knew that, that you video. were a Bulls fan, though. I always love Giannis, and I love. Well, I've always loved the Bulls. Probably more than I, I love women, actually. I always knew I went gonna be gay. But <laughs> I, I, I drew you into that one. Um. But you know, so it's a little conflicting for me because I I can't hate Giannis, and it's just it's like complete awe and love for him. Uh, but so if yeah, I was in your footsteps, I'd be like, "No, nah, screw Giannis." No, in, in your shoes. <laughs> I don't in my what? Yeah, what did you say the first footsteps. time? In your shoes. <laughs> what am I, Jesus Christ? It's true. And then I look back in the sand, and Adam's footsteps were my footsteps. And you had Vooch um, with you as your <laughs> disciple. And Vooch, and Vooch was my disciple. Um, <laughs> you threw me off. No, I had it. I had a whole <laughs> fucking monologue. You were, uh, <laughs> you were uh, brown nosing Giannis, right? Okay, that okay, this is my question. Oh, what? You're watching Philly versus Milwaukee and you're going to be like, "Oh, I hate Giannis." No, you're not. Yeah, you're going to be I like, would. "This guy's fucking good." No, I would. No, <laughs> you would not. Yes, I would. Remember you when Giannis, think, remember when wow, Giannis this guy's re- sat down on our court on our on our center? I know. Oh. Damn, I wish I had that queued up. Yeah. Well, that's that's crazy to me because I think he's the most likable guy in the NBA as well. So I I like him just when he's playing the Sixers. I do not like him because he's. I mean, there's a rivalry there, and I don't think they like each other very much. So, but well, I hope they match up then. Um, well, that would require the Bulls to lose. So. Well, I just don't. You know, to me, it's like. Would I love the Bulls to win? Yes. Do they have a chance at the championship? Absolutely not. So it's like it's a, it's a little unfair for them to even advance to me. <laughs> it's like I'd rather watch a team that has a chance to actually win a championship. Well, you could say the same thing about the Bucks last year when that is true, and then they won. You're right. The Bulls can win. That's what Zach I Levine. <laughs> Zach Levine's gonna start hitting shots. I could see. I mean, if the Bulls. No, oh. you're right, Charlie. Kobe White is going to start making clutch half court shots. If the Bulls win and they end up playing the Celtics, I think that they match up. Not, I mean, pretty decently with the Celtics. Yeah, and then they could win a couple games. If they play the Sixers, they would lose absolutely. Well, I'll tell you selfishly, I want the Bulls to advance uh, so that I can actually tell Sue I I want to go to the next round. Well, can I be included <laughs> in that? <laughs> yes. Uh, a little background I got one of my clients at the ad agency uh, uh, tickets to the Bulls game 
And so I gave him a call today. He was ecstatic. It was amazing. Um, but I was like, yeah, you, I secretly, I was hoping he'd be like, yeah, you want to come? <laughs> Cause he's going to be in the ABC suite. It's going to have free drinks and free food for the entire playoff game. Plus just a lot of fun people. And uh, I was like, yeah, you and your wife can go. He's like, yeah. I was like, Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm not going then. <laughs> so I would like to be a part of the next one, especially if it's, you know, especially if we can get into a dog fight with the Celtics. We got to catch the end of this Grizzlies-Timberwolves game. All right, you want to live cast it? Oh, I was just going to. Oh, here we go. Five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Just keep us up to date here. Memphis is up now 90 to 88. Yeah, they were. And how down. much was Memphis down? Memphis was at one point was down twenty-one to forty-seven in the second quarter, and then they came back and brought it, got it really close, and then it was in the third quarter. Minnesota went up by twenty-two in the third, and then Memphis just went on a twenty-one-zero run. Now they're up five. Wow. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Memphis? By the way, they're good. <laughs> are they? Yeah. Okay. Everyone's all over. Well, let's not wait a second. Let's not jump. Any other finishing points on the Bulls uh, Milwaukee series? No, I think we've said all we need to say. And I would say it's a toss up at this point. I think the Bulls have a real shot. They got Billy Donovan. UF Gator championship winning coach. You got DeRozan. It looks like he just broke through and said, you know what? This was my playoff signature. I think they're, I, dude, I think if you just let Giannis score everything, right? Get the other guys cold, right? The strategy should be let Giannis score. Because then all the rest of the guys, no, well, the rest of the guys won't get in a rhythm. I don't know. I, I, I'm very intrigued now, and I'm, I'm super stoked to watch the rest of that series. Because before Suck Middleton got injured, I was, I was resigned to just thinking, all right, I, I couldn't even watch it to be honest. The first game I turned off because I was getting so frustrated just watching the Bulls, like not do normal basketball plays during the first game that I, I, I simply watched uh, the San Diego Padres uh, play the Atlanta Braves. That, that was my night that night. I was like, you know what? I'm too stressed. I've watched basketball all day. I'm going to watch a random baseball game that I don't care anything about at either of these teams. And it was quite relaxing. I, I would like to recommend that to anyone who needs a, a nice relaxation technique. Put on a random baseball game, get on your computer, and do some work for the next day. Okay? Because, as we all know, thanks to Matt Laracy here in Chicago, realtor, if you take off at 6.15, that's a half day. Okay? If you go to your child's soccer game, that's a half day. And it's like anything else. It adds up. You know, a little mayonnaise here, a little white bread there, some pizza. No wonder you're a fat piece of shit. No one knows what I'm talking about right now. But trust me, it's a really funny inside joke between me and Charlie. Okay. Golden State. My next point with them. 
<laughs> You're looking at the time, aren't you? You're like, here we go. Adam can't stop talking. It's the wine. Once you start drinking, you just... Once I once I drink an entire bottle of wine during an entire podcast, I'm like I'm like Joe Namath. Dude. What does it mean to you now when the team is struggling? I want to kiss you. I couldn't care less about the team struggling. Oh, oh man, I've used all the clips that we've that we've accumulated over the months here. Um, one last point, and then we'll we'll head out. Is this Golden State dominance versus Denver and my lovely robot Jokic overblown? And is Golden State going to come back to who they were the second half of the regular season when they play in the next round? Or do you think Golden State's found something? They found a spark here. Um, I don't think either option of what you said are correct. I mean, fantastic. Thank you. I think that the, this is a pretty easy matchup. I think the, they're the, the nuggets are not nearly as good as this Warriors team, but at the same point, I don't, at the same time, I don't think that they're going to, I think they're, they're on a roll and I think they're a good team. Um, I think this is going to get them going for the next round. Um, I don't think that I don't think the regular season doesn't mean anything now. I mean, you look at how they're playing now, and they can run with anybody. I think um, I don't think they're going to be rolling through everybody like they are the Nuggets, but um, they I think they can beat anybody remaining in the NBA or in the playoffs. Speaking of that, I do want to talk my last point about gambling. Because I do have a take here. Look up the Phoenix Suns odds to win the championship right now while I play Lady Luck. Luck. All bets. Put it all on seven. Lady Luck. They call her Lady Luck. Blowing them down. When she kisses me, I'm in heaven. Snake eyes. Snake eyes? Snake eyes? You owe me 50 grand. All right, so what are the Phoenix Suns' odds? Because I would like to slam the Phoenix Suns after Devin Booker got injured. For the championship? Right, to win the NBA championship. Look it up. Because here's my thought process while Charlie looks that up. If there's ever been a chance to jump on some odds, the Phoenix Suns were guaranteed to win the NBA championship. Plus 550. Okay. Slam 1,000%. If they can beat the Pelicans without Devin Booker and Devin Booker comes out, that is such a huge value bet right there. It's insane. You have to listen to some prior pods now. I'm not going to go through all the stats again. But from the stats that I listed on previous pods, if the Phoenix Suns are healthy, they're almost guaranteed to win the championship. So all you have to do then is get past the Pelicans and Devin Booker comes back healthy. That's all you have to do. So that is my 
Thursday night. Click it to pick it for the NBA dog. You got any, or do you want to go? You want to go outro? Uh, you mean for the finals? Well, just any. Do you have any click it to pick it? Basically, Sixers are sweeping on Saturday. Do you? Oh, okay. Because I th- I think that's gonna be a tough one. I don't. I, it's always hard to close out a team. Last night was the closeout. <laughs> Oh, you don't think Precious is coming back with a vengeance in game four? Boy can't make free throws. Uh, I love love that guy's name. No, I think that knocked all the confidence out of them last night. It only gave the Sixers more confidence. Got it. Okay. Um, I think this was a solid cast, a nice 57-minute cast. Thought I was going to go 30 minutes, but as we all know, once I start hitting the sauce, nobody knows what's going to happen. Um, okay, thanks, Charles. I will see you tomorrow, my brother. All right, we're going to go out how we came in. It's Thursday night, but as everyone knows, on the SPP, it's always Friday night. Friday night, I'm thinking that we just might fly away to someplace they don't know who we are now i'm riding shotgun in your car we drive through the city like explorers going 65 flowing hair flying across your face we left on friday now it's saturday press jeans buttoned up jeans iron slipping up red shoes walking slow headphones blaring three stacks sunglasses flaring out thick watch hanging low studded belt pulled taut three stacks on the radio friday night i'm thinking that we just might run away to some place we we can be who we are we can be who